0: Uh, a remix. So, As I said from the beginning, from the first time I saw your account, I said, you're doing something that nobody else is doing in medicine and by the heavens you must continue because you are showing the young generation what is possible. You must continue.
1: Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. I got
2: a question. Uh, uh,
1: medicine Remixed.
2: Yo, Medicine Remix, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, ball show, man. Y'all doing the damn thing. Hey, check it out. This is Cyber Shots, man, and um, I don't know about what you're talking about. It's cool with the colors and everything, but what I'm doing right now, I'm right-handed, and I'm doing everything left-handed for a week, trying to, you know, exercise the other side of my brain. Other side. <laughs> the other side of my brain. You know, I'm doing everything left-handed for a week. Eh, I don't know. Maybe you can do a show on it. But, hey, I'm digging the show, man. Cybershots. Thanks for the call in and the kind words, homie. You know, it's interesting that you bring up what I like to call the neuroplastic exercise of using your non-dominant hand more in an attempt to rewire your brain. This is something that I've been trying to incorporate into my own life, actually after the all-time documentary interview i did with neurosurgeon and artist dr katherine Coe, aka doc ambidexter a little over a year ago where dr ko talked about learning to use her non-dominant left hand almost as well as her dominant right hand for everything from writing to painting to doing brain surgery and she cites this as the single most important change she made in her life that influenced the capacity of her own brain. Although no formal research has really been done to study this phenomenon, as she admits in the interview as well, I think she's just about the best person to weigh in on your question, given that not only has she successfully converted herself into ambidexterity, but she also has a deep understanding of the human brain as a brain surgeon. So, I thought for this installment of Ask Medicine Remixed, it's only fitting to revisit and reboot that specific portion of my conversation with Doc Ambidextra, although I highly, highly, highly recommend listening to that entire episode, which still stands as our most listened to episode of Medicine Remixed to date. And if you happen to listen to that episode and are thirsty for something of similar caliber, definitely check out the documentary interview I did recently with Dr. Mike Natter, if you haven't already. So, Cybershots, thanks again for the question suggestion for this episode, my dude. And to everyone else listening, hope you all enjoy or re-enjoy this classic cut about all the potential benefits of exercising your non-dominant side. And in case you didn't already know, you're listening to the one and only Medicine Remixed. I think you started
3: something a while back, probably shortly after you decided to become ambidextrous, which I, I want to get back to that, too. But um, the organization was called Ambidexter. is that right? It's something that you started a while back to teach
0: um, how to use both hands? Yeah, you know, I was in, when I was in medical school in Hawaii, my first, you know, your first and second year, you know, actually wrote on paper back then. (laughs) And I, you know, for me to stay up, (laughs) okay, for me to stay awake, I don't do well when I'm sitting and in one place I move a lot. And so to stay awake, I just, you know, one day I just said, okay, I'm going to the le- i switched to the left hand because I have to concentrate. I'm focused, man. And so then after, you know, a while, I became like being able to write with both hands. You know, I've told people along the way, you know, this has made a huge difference in me. But, you know, the thing is, it is so difficult. It's like learning a second language. How did you think to do that? Like, is it something that you read or, no, like, how did you? No, I just, I did it to stay awake. <laughs> And, and beca- I, you know, I I said, you know, how can, how can I stay awake, listen to this pathology thing? Okay, well, let's concentrate on, let me move the pen to the left hand, and then I'll have to stay awake. Otherwise, it'll fall out of my hand. And so I really had to concentrate to take notes with my left hand. And yeah, half of them, you know, the first month, I couldn't read any of them. <laughs> and so but then you know gradually it uh you know it's like riding a bike and uh you know gradually the motor fibers kick in and you get it because you know switching to the left hand unlike a language which is you know it's more cognitive um switching to the left hand requires motor skills too and so um it you know requires you concentrating on the left hand but also writing too and you know i think it helps in surgery too because you know surgery is physical surgeons are athletes essentially who think on their feet you know and so I think the ability to use both hands I think it was an advantage in surgery. So it, you know that the whole process of switching over to the other hand was you know not only helping me be more creative I think um, and also you know physical skills too you know being able to use both hands mm-hmm. not tiring your right side are you right-handed or left-handed by the way
3: i'm right-handed my wife is left-handed mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean just not tiring your right hand right side not fatiguing the right side so it helps to kind of like you know like balancing the tires rotating the tires It helps to be able to, you know, kind of take some of the heat off your right side. Mechanical wear. So, you know, there's a mechanical thing. There's a cognitive thing. But it's very difficult. Very, I mean, it it takes a lot of determination. Uh Actually, I've preached it a long time. I don't know if I've ever gotten any converts. (laughs) <laughs> to to, to I, switching I'm so over
3: like, <laughs> it's like you know I, it's something that I did not um, even really hear about even in all of the social media phenomena, like you know accelerated learning and like you know that kind of thing it's just yeah. something that I, I haven't heard of but it makes so much sense when you're describing it how long did it take you before you know you, you,
0: you felt like I'm left-handed now I could totally use my left hand well you know it it was the hardest thing I did it was harder to become left-handed than it was to become a neurosurgeon can you imagine and um, <laughs> I- I yeah it that. was but it was the best thing I ever did if if there's one thing that I did to help myself that was free that was it major killer and I really wow. became yeah I have to tell you it and I really became um, ambidextrous you know I don't use my left hand as well as I use my right I'm not a natural ambidexter. I'm a self-taught ambidexter, which is, you know, I'm basically right-handed, but I use my left hand a lot. It took me years because, you know, I was in medical school and, you know, you're going to the OR, you're not going to like say, oh, can I practice yeah. on my left hand? Now, so, th- you know, it took, it took a while. I, I used to tell people it took 10 years Whoa. of off and on doing it. But my nephew actually converted to um, left-handed and it took him four months. <sighs> You know, he just put his head down and he oh. did it. He, yeah, he did it in four months. And so... Um, how old was
3: he when he did that?
0: He was young. He was 18. He did it in high school. You know, if you really diligently do it, you can do it. But you know, it takes determination because you're going against what you were born with. Your natural yeah. brain symmetry. You're going against it. And so... And it's really like learning a language. You know how hard it is to learn a language. It's like that too. Yeah. But if I can tell anyone what has made the biggest difference in my life, mm-hmm. that's got to be it that's did, definitely got to be did, it. Wow.
3: And did you yeah. formally teach um, this philosophy through that ambidexter organization? Is that something that you were formally doing at some point? No You're theres um, there's
0: only no there's only one member. <laughs> it's me <laughs> Really no, I, well I'm, I'm hoping I, I mean I'm hoping I'm to hoping, um, like, yeah. I'm hoping to um, Well, you know, there was a um, At the turn of the last century There was a thing called the ambidextral Cultural movement Uh The last century, not 19 to 2000 But 18 (laughs) to to 19 There was a thing called The ambidextral cultural society Whereby they were thinking that They were raising kids And teaching them to use both hands But it failed, and it failed because they didn't understand the brain And the brain is really Hardwired from birth You know, you're right or you're left-handed. The true ambidexter, people that use both hands, and there are some that exist on earth, and that's the rarest brain, you know. Bill Gates writes with both hands. I've seen in interviews him say this.
1: You know, there's a a little bit higher variance of
0: talent, high and low, uh, for left-handers, but never been explained. And um, there's been some other really notable people, like they say Leonardo was ambidextrous. But the ambidextral cultural movement back in the 18 to the 1900s failed because they didn't understand the brain. And I don't think you can really move somebody from right-handed to left-handed until their brains are settled. And that means after 18 or 19. You know, once you get in your, I think the best time to do it is in their 20s when I did it. Because you don't interrupt the way the brain is naturally forming. I think. I don't know. I don't have any scientific basis for this. I just can tell from what it's meant to my life. And, uh, you know, I wish people would do it because it's meant so much to me but it's very hard yeah. it takes so much determination um but darn if you can be a brain surgeon you could switch hands so, so no for sure I mean, Like or an, so ortho- it, or an orthopedic surgeon <laughs> <laughs> even the boneheads can do it <laughs> more so actually more so because it's very physical you know and so if you yeah, can take yeah. off some of the stress and move from right to left-handed i think it uh it helps you create longevity in your career
3: Wow! No, I I'm yeah. totally gonna look into this. Like, if if you were to like develop like a curriculum, and you were gonna gonna like actually go forth with the Ambidexter Academy, and um, <laughs> w- what type of what type of like exercises would you, other than just writing? Are there other things that you did to develop the use of your left hand, you know, like dribbling a basketball,
0: or like you know whatever it is? Well, you know the thing is, is to become more aware. And so, instead of like reaching for the doorknob with your right hand, reach for it with your left hand. Instead of you know putting the key in your door with your right hand, do it with your left hand. Try um, okay. you know just little. Start and brush your teeth with your left hand. And I once I, I joked with somebody prior because he said he was going to start off brushing his teeth with his left hand. I said you may need a dental consult because you know it's a little bit it's a little bit rough in the beginning you know you're not as um you'd be surprised at how much of your the side of your body you miss out in using um, my thing is like you know you're, you pa- you pat you know i, I keep going to this thing where you you know you pass through this life once you got another side that you don't use right um, why not de- that to make your life more efficient and it, it's kind of like a philosophical thought too besides you know the actual doing of it is like you know it's kind of don't waste that side don't waste that side because if it can right. help make your life better then just you know might be something you might want to consider but you know you start off with simple hmm. things it's just trying to be aware of what you're not doing with that left hand is it just right. hanging there uh, you know what are you, what are you not doing with it? Try to be aware of it. And then my feeling is once you can write with your left hand, you're done. That click in your brain has gone off. Yeah. Just, just like you ride that bicycle, you come back to it five years later, you're rusty, but you can still ride it. Once you write with your left hand pretty well, you're done. Wow. Something has shifted over. Yeah, so that's you know, something to think about. I, I hope exactly. people take it up. Yeah, because you know, I think artists would really benefit from it also. Getting my I, I master- feel like
3: everybody could, yeah.
0: Yeah, well when I was getting my Masters of Fine Art, which was, you know, so many paintings week after week after week, and I'd be working on a painting and, I, and it was going nowhere. And then I would say, okay, go to your left hand. And all of a sudden, I broke through that barrier. Just by switching to the left hand yeah so uh, you know i've sometimes in art just doing that really you get the color right you get this right you get that right yeah it's 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 been helpful for sure in art too this is fascinating i'm I'm totally gonna try some (laughs) of these things and report
3: back if there's uh, yeah if if i'm able to do it that sounds unbelievable Uh, i guess like on this topic is the idea that we have a dominant brain hemisphere have any scientific truth, or is that just like a myth perpetuated
0: by the media? Well, you know, the thing is, you know, we write with our right, you know, the world is mostly right handed. And so mm-hmm. the left hemisphere drives that right side. And speech is in the left hemisphere, and writing is, you know, you're, you're driving your writing hand. So I think. I think basically we're operating off the left hemisphere. You know, I think by switching to the other hand, you might access that other hemisphere a little bit. You know, by switching right. to the left hand, you might access that right hemisphere more. Is it wrong to say that it's almost like a,
3: a neuroplastic exercise?
0: Yeah, you know, I, um, I really think that my brain rewired when I switched over. Of course, this is one of those things where, you know, if I stood up and said it in a conference, they'd, you know, pretty much laugh. But, um, you know, I'm living... I, I feel like the reason I'm able to do, you know, art the way I'm able to do with not that much experience. It's only ten years. You know, I think that yeah. switching over helped. And the other way of looking at it is why not? <laughs> you know why right, not If right. you, have, you know why not do it if there's anything you could do to make your life better that doesn't hurt anybody why not try right. using that other hand you know so anyway that's the way i look yeah. at it
3: yeah i love that i'm sure a lot of people that listen to our station are going to be just be fascinated by so many things that you talked about but i think they're definitely going to love this and oh know, great we'll, we'll get a few uh more members to uh the Ambidexter <laughs> academy here <laughs> By the
0: way, I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna trademark that name. That's brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's Ambidexter Academy. That's <laughs> all yours. That's all yours.
3: <laughs> Thank you. of <No>, course.
1: <laughs> Listen, we don't have much to go by, so if you guys would please just like and subscribe anywhere you see anything medicine you, remixed like the shit out of it just click on it like doesn't cost you do. of just move your fat finger and click on it you're clicking all kinds of other shit at work when you shouldn't be god damn it yeah. but uh we appreciate it and that's really you know the only surrogate market we have to go by and listen the other thing is fucking tell people about it man tell I mean, your friends about us tell your friends i mean i i'm always amazed man when people think people are famous like i've never been starstruck ever and the reason i've never been starstruck is because somebody said to me once you know the only reason that person's famous is because you made them famous Right. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Stop caring. Who the fuck that is? Yeah. Watch how famous he is now." And it's yeah. like, "Holy it's like fuck, we, you're right." We
2: give things meaning, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we give words meaning. We give everything, man. And like, when people
1: when people think like, "Oh, you know, my friend's an artist. Uh, he wants to make it big or whatever." You know something? Fucking support that. I mean, if he sucks, he sucks. But if he's even halfway good, man, you make people famous. I don't think people realize that you make things important. And damn it, make us famous is what we're saying. Fucking tell people no, but. My point is Is that The only way this is gonna get out And it's ever gonna grow any legs to it Is if people tell other people about it. And listen If you don't like it Thank you for suffering through it We love you And if you like it We'll fucking tell somebody man And to be real honest The feedback that we've gotten back so far Fucking great man We appreciate it you know, We're having a
2: good time doing it And this is Our way to Be creative Within A field that Really is an art And a science sure. But the art Has been taken out of it yeah. For creative people In medicine And there's a lot of them There's a lot of like Super sure, talented man people absolutely this could be a forum for those people looking for a different way to express their craft through a more creative means get us up yeah all right we love you peace peace